0: hi everyone welcome to another episode of divided films the podcast where we talk about movies that audiences and critics do not agree on with me as always is my co-host keith hello and uh returning to the podcast today our dear old friend johnny de la luna welcome back johnny
1: Thank you very much. Glad to be back. So very, excited. Very happy. And you guys have been doing some great... I've been listening to all the episodes. Uh, so great work. Uh, a lot of movies I haven't seen personally. So now, you know, I have my, my film taste is, has gone up. Great. And Aww. Anyone who didn't like Last Jedi, you can, you can just go off. Of you know that. what, actually... <laughs> Uh, I wanted to bring this up. You, that's
0: a real quick tidbit. This is the um, you bring up Last Jedi, and when we did the divide debate, <laughs> I gave that a negative score. But since seeing the Last Skywalker, my opinion on that movie has changed, and I yes. would actually bump up my score to a positive wow. score. So we would wind up officially siding with I think the critics on that. It was the the critics wow. who liked it, not no no no. It was the yeah critics. Yeah liked no, it.
1: I think it was the, the critics liked it. Yeah.
0: Okay so. This is like a uh, divided films first, but we're going back on a previous <laughs> result.
2: Uh, wait, I want to say my piece too. Uh, this movie, uh, or no, uh, Last Jedi, it made me appreciate, and with uh, Rise of Skywalker and Knives Out coming out, uh, it made me appreciate what Last Jedi tried to do. And I, get, I did, ended up giving like a 69. Uh, but it, with the Rise of Skywalker, I'll give the trilogy a rotten
0: score the whole trilogy is a rotten but that last Jedi.
2: the whole trilogy <laughs> is a rotten but uh well, what last jedi tried to do it made me appreciate ryan johnson and what the yeah it's attempt so, but the whole trilogy as itself is a
0: failure so that's a that's a divided films first cool. going back on a previous result so uh you know it's all it's a are the people who were there at the time you know andy and dom were for that movie they can uh you know they, they can feel uh, rectified that their opinion has been validated. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, push no, that off. No
1: one's fighting for a Rise of Skywalker, right? No. no one's going to be like, wait, well, that was a good movie. I'm gonna, no, that I'm that movie so. gonna I think burn, our, our friend Heather Tedesco,
2: while she did like uh, Last Jedi, or while she didn't like Last Jedi, she did like uh, Rise of Skywalker. So maybe there is another oh. divided debate where it... it
0: she <laughs> just, will stand alone <laughs> on that one. <laughs> And we were take her down. Um, <laughs> uh, for all you guys out there, um, just as a reminder, Johnny also has his own podcast, a great podcast, yes. The Winning Ticket Podcast. And now that sports are finally returning, uh, you know, hopefully we can get more of uh, his podcast back on the air. So um, I'm sure that's, you know, a relief to everyone. We're going to get more sports, more Winning Ticket Podcast episodes. Yes. Um, so for today... Sure. We are talking about our divided film today, um, the nineteen ninety five animated movie, A Goofy Movie, um, directed by Kevin Lima, and um, you know it's. I'm not as familiar with the voice actors of this movie, uh, but yeah. Well,
1: uh, Jason Marsden voiced Max. Okay, Um, he's he's been around the block, and that's when he was much younger, of course. Okay. Uh, and, and, then and Bill, Bill Farmer. Farmer. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around. Yeah. Okay. So he's Disney Legend. He's been doing and the Jim, voice, I think, since the eighties. Uh, Jim uh, Cummings. Know, Jim, Jim Cummings as well, yep. who I want to get mm-hmm. into uh, later
0: on. But okay. That
1: hot tub scene. Uh, <laughs>
0: this movie <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> this movie falls into the category of having a rotten score with critics at fifty eight percent and a positive score from critic uh, from audiences, sorry. Let me start that over. A Ryan score with critics, 58%, and a positive score from audiences, 70%. So, you know, 12% divide, not huge, but still, you know, uh, different sides of the aisle there. Uh, the Critics' Consensus for a Goofy Movie. A Goofy Movie offers enough of its titular ingredient to satisfy younger viewers, even if most parents will agree that this beloved character deserves better. So that oh, is the critics' consensus. Oh, so Johnny, you look like you have something to say. I mean, I, I can see that you're a fan of a Goofy movie. So what do oh, you think man. about the divide here, and what
1: would you say to the okay. critics who are thumbs-downing this? He, my, I always have beef with um, any animated film review that has to point out, well, this part's for kids and this part's for adults. Obviously, a Goofy movie is, you know, is not a Francis Ford Coppola work. We know who the audience is. Sure. But a- after watching the movie and, and seeing the relationship between Max and Goofy and feeling the, the kind of the heart and soul of the film is what it means for a son to, to have a dad like him and for a dad to have a son like him, when they say, like, oh, the parents might be wanting more, it's a fucking Goofy movie. Like, what do, what more did they not include? That you're that you could possibly be waiting for, and of course it's going to be fun for young viewers. Obviously, I was th- this was admittedly, so I'm very biased. This was the first movie I ever saw in theaters oh, in 1995. Okay. I went with my dad, and we went with a friend and his dad. And I, and I actually, it's like that like weird like snapshot memory. I remember the credits because they were like this yellow color, and I and we were approaching the screen, and I got to like touch. I don't know. It's like a weird like sensory memory. So naturally, for young kids like myself. Like, of course there was stuff in here. They're all Disney characters. But watching this movie countless times now that I'm older, there was so much stuff that I missed. Uh, and and whenever critics try to draw that line, it, it just doesn't make sense to me because I don't think... I don't think that you should sacrifice a good movie, a good story, good characters, just to, quote-unquote, entertain the kids. You know? Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, so so that, that's why I get really bugged when a movie that does really well at being for the whole family still gets this, this divide between them. So we're like divided in divided. You know, uh, which is I, pissing me off. I
0: think, you know, it's definitely fair. You know, you should, a family movie should be assessed as such. You know, like you shouldn't compare it to, it's, it's, you know, animated movies, family movies. You know, obviously it's not higher, but it's not supposed to be. It is supposed to be family entertainment with good stories. You know, maybe right. have some good lessons there. Um, but, Johnny, I feel like we might have a bit of a debate about this movie. Oh, boy. Because I am not that crazy about a goofy movie, admittedly. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, so, <laughs> here we go. I will okay. say this you know, in the consensus, it says that the mm-hmm. titular character deserves better. And I think what that might mean, and the thing that I am kind of having a beef with this movie is, you know, it's a goofy movie. It's supposed to be, from what I understand, like a send up you know for this classic Disney character. Mm-hmm. But my problem is that Goofy is a secondary character in his own movie. This is more <laughs> about Max than it is about Goofy. You know, we're seeing it more from his perspective. There's more mm-hmm. uh focus on Max than on Goofy. Even on the poster, Goofy's off to the side and Max is in the middle. <laughs> so You're right. I kind of, you know, I get that the the heart of the story is this father-son Relationship, but I just feel that you're seeing things more through Max's perspective than through Goofy's perspective, and through that, what that does for me is a, it kind of makes me annoyed with Goofy at times, and I feel like a Goofy movie, I should be loving this character constantly, but I I feel mm-hmm. embarrassed for Max at times. I feel frustrated towards Goofy because I'm seeing it through Max's perspective, and um, you know, I feel like Goofy doesn't really get enough focus in his own movie. You know, and this was kind of something that I saw in a couple – I've noticed in a couple other 90s movies about classic cartoon characters, like the Tom mm-hmm. and Jerry movie, for example. Tom and Jerry are also oh, secondary God. characters oh, in their own movie. The Goofy oh, movie's movie is way better than that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, as an example, this God. was like, kind of like a weird <laughs> yeah. mini trend where it's like, oh, here's a classic character, but it's yeah. really about something else. So mm-hmm. uh, that's my initial issue with okay. a Goofy movie. What that's you, fair. What, that's fair. What do you think, Keith? You're wrong. No, uh, No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Thank you. Good night. no 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 actually that's a pr- that's
2: a pretty valid criticism. Yeah. Uh this movie is probably like what make what makes me like a 90s kid like oh i like it's a I didn't see it in theaters but i probably watched it a lot on it's i remember the vhs tape vividly and just putting it in the vhs rewinder yeah. the and just watching it, it it had a fantastic soundtrack which we'll get into. Yeah Wait, real uh,
1: quick, Keith. Do you remember there was the previews before the movie? There was a music video for this very they, obscure kids band. Uh, I forget what it was. I'm sure it's on YouTube, but, like, it was it, – they sang this, like, song about, like, someone who was sick and there was, like, a cure for a sickness. But, like, it was just, like, like very wacky. Very, like, guy was just like, I got ants in my pants. Like, like it was <laughs> – Ants uh, in my well, I swear I'll have to find it for you guys. I, I guarantee swear.
0: you someone on the internet has that clip. Someone has it. It's uh, it might be on YouTube somewhere, but if we if we request it to the, you know, we put it out there to the world yeah. wide web, someone will send us like, "Oh, I got it. I got it right here." Um, Johnny,
2: I have a surprise for you. I was actually in that band. I played what? the, the tri- I played the triangle and we went to the hospital. <laughs> To sing about and like we just wanted to brighten these kids that's days. What kids
0: want to hear about when they're sick is ants in the pants well
2: uh, one kid that's what one kid said that's what like i don't want to hear about this and we're just like this is our only song uh <laughs> but so I, just I, had to end. I, I do remember previews in front of i don't remember i remember vhs is doing their thing i'm probably gonna have to go back I'm probably yeah. gonna have to go into the depths of YouTube and find what you're looking for. But <laughs> I when
0: say, I, I, uh, I, 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 like feel like I'm missing out because I did not grow up with a goofy movie. However, you know, I grew up with a lot mm-hmm. of other great Disney movies and mm-hmm. had the VHSs and totally remember, you know, like that Disney VHS voice, like coming soon to a theater yeah, near you, coming right. soon to a home video. You know, and
1: getting the little uh,
0: previews of other Disney movies in each VHS. all <laughs> classic. That's classic a memory. that's a
1: lost art in a way now because. Everything's streaming now, so there's no need for those kinds of previews anymore. No, unfortunately, I
0: have a, I have a theory, though. Just, sorry, real quick, sorry. But mm-hmm. um, the guy who did those voices for, like, you know, those Disney VHSs, I feel like I recognize his voice. I think he did the path train in New Jersey. Stand clear of the no, closing doors, no please. No way! It sounds exactly the same. <laughs> I have a theory. It's the same guy. It sounds exactly the same. So I don't know. That's my hey, little listen, conspiracy man. theory. Videos though.
1: are dying out. Yeah, we, we need you for the path train now. Just <laughs> no. so give you the most miserable thing we could find. Good work. My if you work.
2: my theory is that it sounds like Don. It. It is Donald Sutherland. I'm like, this guy, like <laughs> Donald Sutherland's doing the voice of the path train. I've, th- I've had, I I've thought about that many a time, but, uh, so, yeah. and also going back to VHS is, do you remember some that <laughs> I, I know we're going to get to the movie, uh, but going, uh, some of them, like, I remember the men in black specific vhs specifically going like hey stay tuned for the music video and yeah. behind the yeah. scenes like they would they it was basically a dvd in a vhs
0: form yes vhs has had like some special thing afterwards sometimes yeah like i think i had in the 101 dalmatians there was like mm-hmm. oh behind the scenes after the movie or something you know like they all yeah. had these kind of special i love those
1: bits. peter pan had one too it was a making of featurette and <laughs> i watched yeah. that a lot yeah, the
2: same. Uh, but when I decided to when we picked this movie, the the kid in me, kind of like with Home Alone too, the kid in me was like, "This is gonna be so fun." You love this movie, and yes, I do. I disagree vehemently with the critics. I, like I do think Goofy ha- had a whole layer of development um, that we probably never seen before. Watching it now. 25 years later there is a lot of jokes that i'm like this is like this i'm actually like laughing out loud like with the bigfoot and the, <laughs> the possums <Yeah. laughs> and that being said though i totally get a lot of people going like this is not people's favorite disney movies like well, I, to- it... I could totally i could totally understand the criticisms yeah. i mm-hmm. do think it's higher than a 70 in my personal opinion it's just like mm-hmm. The sad thing is if I were to make a top 10 list with honorable mentions of people, if you were to ask anyone, uh, list your favorite Disney movies with like five honorable mentions. Hey, if Disney movie makes the list, that's more power to it. But unfortunately, I think this one, I think this is the definition of like underrated for me.
1: Yeah. Now nah, I think it's rated. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's rated. Well, yeah. well, here, this is the frame where it was in, right? It came out in 95. So ninety four, you had the Lion King, which yes. which is still con- many consider that maybe to be the best animated film of all time. Yeah, and then the year after that, I believe was Hunchback of Notre Dame and they- Pocahontas. Uh,
0: Poca- Pocahontas ninety five. Oh, 96. oh, that's right.
1: And right ninety. That's right ninety five. See, Pocahontas. Like, I forget about Pocahontas a lot just because I just didn't think that movie was that great. It's not. Um, it's it's not. So either way, you have those three films, right? And that like that is what disney markets for that's the that's the theme parks that that gets like just just everyone's watching those movies and those movies i mean certain i don't like pocahontas but certainly lion king and hunchback are of like obviously the scope and the breadth of those movies are much yeah. much bigger aladdin 93 just two years before yeah this. right yeah and this and is like the those, disney
2: renaissance but like, that's the
1: renaissance exactly and those movies are better like like no question yeah i'm not gonna start being like well you know movie's better than the hunchback of notre dame how dare you <laughs> but um it, it's it what what i love about a story like that is so a lot of that animation went overseas um obviously a lot of the people on that film weren't working on those bigger movies so in a way you know they can maybe look up and and say you know this is what disney is really focused on we have something of a you know a throwaway, quote unquote, kind of movie here. They just want to. They just want to market Goofy and put him in a movie. And what I'm astounded by is that it was so good, considering those circumstances. They didn't just give up on the film. Maybe they they used it as a feather in their cap and said, "Hey, we're actually going to make this. We're going to make this a slam dunk." And in some regard, I think compared to a movie like Pocahontas, I think a lot of '90s kids maybe remember a Goofy movie better, um, or or even. Uh, with with more positivity. Well, I would uh, say than, maybe than a movie
0: like that. I'd maybe argue Goofy movie is more fun than Pocahontas. And oh, for sure, it's yeah. The, the same year, so you know, maybe uh, you know, people kids had more fun at the theater with a Goofy movie. Um, I think, from what I understand, a Goofy movie was not made by the same major Disney studio that made Mm-mm. the you know the the pantheon of like you know Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King. I yeah. think this was maybe <clears throat> the TV studio that got a film budget. Because this is based on um, the TV show show, Goof Troop. Troop. Um, So that's what the setup is from. And, you know, with this movie's animation, I feel like, for me, it's a bit inconsistent. There are times, there are some sequences where it looks fantastic. I think the the car, you know, can look really cool with the motion of it. You know, there's some of that mix of, like, Mm -hmm. computer animation with, like, traditional animation. So sometimes it looks really good. Uh, other times it seems a little choppier, like, you know, in today's light of like, you know, big high definition TVs, you know, uh, and retouchings of movies, you can maybe see the smaller little things that, you know, maybe you wouldn't have noticed back in 1995, but it just, I could tell sometimes, you know, the, the, the animation that looks like, I don't know. I want to say they were cutting corners, but it's, like I said, it's inconsistent and, you know, Mm -hmm. Disney, even though this is not the main studio, Disney is known for, you know, top notch animation so i don't know if you want to hold it to the same level as the big movies considering this is a different smaller studio but um in today's light i, I just think that you know it's um yeah you know, it's it's hidden mystery the quality of the animation
1: I yeah i yeah right I, I get that too they're definitely the inconsistencies are there the budget was definitely small we just talked about the other films that that did get the budget essentially <laughs> Um, and it's weird because when, when you tell people to think of the Disney Renaissance films, this movie rarely comes up. But like Keith was saying, if you talk about let's make a list of underrated Disney movies, this one's almost always there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like where do we want to place this? And I, and I think the animation style, it's suitable for a goofy movie, right? I mean, could it have done with some extra polish, of course. What movie can't? Um, but but it's 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 very colorful um, it's it's very the the animation is very squash stretch um, very wacky looking um, and and I, in a way like these 90s movies when they have animation glitches, it really sets it in the time and this yeah. movie yeah. is like so 90s. It makes is. your eyes fall out. So like I feel like that just adds to the 90s Lord.
2: Polly Shore is in this movie <laughs> like, I if, if you want to date for Polly Shore. If you want to date this movie hardcore, Pauly Shore not only has, like, a character with ten lines, his character has an arc, kind of. His character has, like, clothes. He gets a girl. He does. He gets a girl. Like, he's introduced as, like, this, the art, uh, The the, you know, I can hook you up, and he has, like, a weird fascination with cheese. Uh, but, like, I could, uh, this podcast should just be about, uh, paulie shore's character alone just because I'm, I'm fascinated that like if you want to date this movie Paul shore was like the comedy star in this time like unfortunately bad comedy he movies he was yeah. but yeah this movie like like max is a 90s kid yeah I mean, oh totally
0: hardcore. i i i see the you know inclusion of paulie shore as such a commercial decision like oh he's really big right now with the youngins like yeah. let's get him in there I'm very thankful that his character is on screen minimally. You know, he maybe has a little thing <laughs> with the girl at the end, but like, you know, just his very presence in the movie is enough for me to deduct points. I just oh god, it's like nails on a chalkboard whenever I hear him speak. Like it's <laughs> I'm I'm like very anti Pauly Shore in case it wasn't apparent.
1: <laughs> did did you guys try to recreate the uh leaning tower of Cheez-a at any point? <laughs> and then I, stuff your face. It with sounds it. like you did. <laughs> i might <have>. I always <laughs>
2: tried to find like cheese like that i'm like where Same. can you find? <laughs> like yeah i never
1: <laughs> we never really had cheese whiz i never knew what that was but he spraying so cheese
2: during like the the final number he's like spraying cheese at the party and everyone's like <laughs> yeah and i'm like no he would be kicked out
0: like <laughs> cheese in this movie is like the kid-friendly version for drugs Oh yeah! If he's like the guy who's like, I can hook you up. Cheese is like the kid version of like that's, that's the payment. Whatever drug you want to say.
1: He uh, asks Max like comes with his back up. and goes, Hey, need fundage, bro? And then yeah. the Max like, Cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, yeah, I, I don't like Paulie Shore either. I do like Bobby the character though, and I don't uh, know how uh, much different his persona is.
0: I feel like they pretty much took the Paulie Shore persona and made him into a you know cartoon. <laughs> and uh you know of of the time kind of thing very very trendy kind of touch to the movie
2: going somewhere pop sure hello rooney cool have a good time dad if you're gonna be gone more than a month drop me a line but max this isn't just my vacation it's a vacation with me and my best buddy oh donald duck
1: no silly
2: with you
0: Yeah, but it's totally of its time. I don't totally mind that. You know, yeah. besides the Paul Shore thing, you know, I, uh, you know, like the I do like the, uh, power drive. Right? Is that what the name? Power is? line. Power, power line. line. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I sound like an old man. Like ah, the power drive. <laughs> power line. I like power line. Uh, I like his kind of like hybrid sort of thing of uh, as you put down. I mean, obviously Prince and Michael Jackson. I didn't realize also yeah. Bobby Brown is maybe an influence on this character. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does have. My, my favorite song in the movie, you know, like I eye, eye to Eye, right? Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Um, eye to Eye, yeah. I think that's that's a catchy song. Uh, mm-hmm. However, I think that's probably the only song I like in this movie. I don't really stand like out. Songs.
2: Stand Out. <laughs> stand Out. Stand Out. Also, stand also a power out. line number. Oh, that is true. Yeah, Stand <laughs> uh, Out. Yeah.
0: That's true. But the I didn't realize musical, the musical numbers of this movie, I am not a fan of. There's like three or four of them, but I don't really find them that memorable <laughs> or that catchy. Or that interesting, like the the opening number. You know, it's the last day of school. Da da da. I feel like it's so like a generic musical number. Like we're kids in school and we want to go to summer break. Like it's so generic to me, and I I find that so frustrating because so many Disney movies have great, interesting, unique songs, and this one is like I can't even remember how some of these songs go, even after just watching it.
2: I do know that song by heart though. Like, uh, but fair enough. I want to say like, that's fair, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: like with the mainly like open road and the song that he sings with his son, they are, they, I don't know. They, they are serviceable to me, but the power yeah. line, the power line, if someone hears that song, I, and I also didn't know that the guy who sang it, Tevin Campbell was like a real Grammy winning mo- like record star at the uh-huh. time. Uh, that was a fun fact when I learned that, uh, but I think when someone hears that song, either of his songs, they go like, "They, they, they know memories come back to them," and that's probably what elevates this movie to a status—not like, you know, a golden status—but like that's why people remember this movie. Like the, it's a, a good soundtrack could save a good animated movie. Yeah, uh, uh, Scooby Doo and Zombie Island. That never hurts time again. You yeah. know you but you know the see, You, yep. you uh. know the lines. You know the like, you, it comes back to you and I think uh I, I just want to tell a bunch of nineties kids to this I don't know. This movie ain't that bad. Especially the soundtrack. This movie see, the soundtrack
0: see, see things eye to eye, that's all you have to do.
1: Yeah, that, that, I the first bar is that in it. You're like, Oh, here we go. It's dun, it's dun, the it's only it's time. like larger than life by Backstreet Boys. that! Bam, bam, it's the bam only time like it's...
2: <laughs> someone has bum rushed a stage and they got to continue the number. The power yeah. lines like the perfect catch. I'll do that. They would like that's the only time. Can we just relish in that moment that no one like I think the bodyguard died. Rest oh. in peace. <laughs> it like, was, was
1: electrocuted to like, death. I am <laughs> curious that, though. That.
0: How did they get? One to the concert because they lost the car, but two, how did they sneak in? Because all of a sudden, there's like this weird break in scenes. Like after that song, where they like, or after that scene where like they <laughs> save each other from the waterfall, yeah. And they're like, oh, we reconciled. All of a sudden, it's like they just are in these instrument cases, and they've been able to sneak into this concert. Like, wait a minute, how do you even get here? <laughs> JJ, we
2: JJ, we have ninety minutes. Fade ins are keep it are, tight.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> keep it tight.
2: And this movie's had...
1: even shorter. This movie's, I think, only a only a little above. It's like an hour and ten. It's eighty-two minutes. It's eighty-two like it's minutes. Just, Fair enough. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not. <laughs> I think may. I'm thinking maybe there was like a deleted scene, and then they're like, you know, what? This is just it's goofy. It's, it's running long. <laughs> you right, they're there. They're at the concert. Like they're there. They snuck in. They're, I love. They're in like the shape of the instruments. Goofy's yeah. like sitting there like a cello shape and just falls over like that. That right there is like that's a goofy movie.
0: That's, that's <laughs> yeah. He I bet you said that. <laughs> he does the Goofy laugh just once at the very end, right? And yeah. Not that like I need more of that, but it almost <laughs> kind of was like, oh crap, we haven't done a single Goofy laugh the whole movie. Quick, throwing <laughs> in at the end. Yeah. Quick, haven't fall through the roof, and he does the laugh. Like Max it does it was, more. Like, oh yeah, yeah
1: Max, Max laughs a couple of times like him.
0: He does the like a couple. Yeah, yeah I don't even know if Goofy does it. Only like Max does it.
2: <laughs> I don't like I think for fans of this movie, I think if with uh the people that grew up with this movie who did see it when they were 4 or 5 years mm-hmm. old uh I think our generation now is be hitting their 30s, becoming parents. I think this movie does hit a little bit hard. It, this movie kind of flipped the switch for me in terms of viewing like you know, Max has a fear of becoming his father. Mhm. I'm starting to become my father. Like, I'm starting to be, become... I'm saving yep. receipts for tax reasons now. Uh, like, what I...
1: Mean?
2: I No, but, like, and my dad's not goofy, it, it, like, in that sense. Uh, but I... This movie does hit emotionally for me. Like, or sure. it does hit the emotional beats that I think it wanted to.
1: Yeah.
0: I think they were trying to, you know, capture that, um, obviously, like, you know, father-son... Uh, magic that, you know, a lot of people have um, and, you know, I like I like that the fear of becoming your, your parents, you <laughs> know, uh, in that opening sequence you know, it's like a zombie film, yeah. which was fun uh, and, and it kind of, now, you know, it kind of makes me think of those uh, progressive commercials, you know, where like, oh, like they bought a home and now they're turning into their parents and they have oh, all yeah. those like, lame, like, parent <laughs> sort of uh, you know, sort of personalities uh, which... <laughs> You know, like it's it's cute when Max is like laughing like Goofy and trying to hold it in. You know, yeah. like that's that's
1: that's kind of sweet.
0: Um,
1: and and we get it as the audience because Goofy is so he's so he's so like like not lame in that kind of way, but no one wants to be Goofy. He's no, just one of a kind. He's kind of
2: no, lame. no 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 no, no. He, he Oh no, but he he may be lame, but on this time watching it, I'm like he must get a lot of like girls. Like the mom was like, oh my God, you're well, so good with children. I bet Goofy is just like, like he's a single dad. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We, they never explore the reason why, like. Well, maybe that's on the show. I don't know.
0: Listen, we, no, we, they know, never
1: do. we know that Goofy got at least one girl. So That's
0: a problem I have with the very premise of this movie and the show, that Goofy has is a single father with a son. Because it implies that Goofy has had sex at least once. And I refuse to acknowledge that these are asexual characters and not even Mickey and Minnie. I will
1: acknowledge will yeah. ever be like,
0: it's just, these are pure characters. Like, right. like he has a son, like, ugh. like just the they, they implications. Out, I want to see
1: scene where Goofy tells Max to always wear a condom. I want to <laughs> see like,
2: I like to think that, uh, that, Goofy's uh, wife did not die, that they just had a marriage story esque fallout where she's like, God, <laughs> God damn it, Goofy. Like, not everything's a joke. <laughs> like,
0: I just had two insane thoughts right now. Uh, one, Goofy giving Max the birds and the bees, but instead of like when a man loves a woman, it's like when a dog loves a bitch because they're dogs. <laughs> and then the, ma- sec- the second thought I had is uh, what if like Goofy's wife? was like a 90 day fiance just because i've been watching that show (laughs) a lot and it just didn't work out you know because those things never work out but they did have a child and she went back to whatever country she's from and he you know he (laughs) kept max can you
2: imagine goofy just like every day i I, like i wake up i wish you're dead
0: (laughs) (laughs) like
2: like, every day that max is not going to be harmed by this i just hoop you're with my butt like it's that same ad he punches a hole in the wall
1: (laughs) Like it, goofy, I would like to God add that to,
2: to but add he like does. Add, yeah, he does find love in the sequel,
0: I think. Right? Oh, yeah, he extremely does. Extremely goofy. To movie, disco. To disco. <laughs> that that. So, yeah. uh, I think I might have seen an extremely goofy movie first. That one on, we don't. Re- uh, that one straight to you know straight to home video it was on yeah. TV. You know that kind of thing. Um, and uh,
1: you Th- know, see I, that that movie was silly enough and not serious enough where that like should have been a goofy movie like that's what we were expecting but then a goofy movie turned to be so much better so of course naturally they had to make a sequel that was shit yeah well they make that (laughs) like
0: too kitty you know too like yeah generic you know um it's not a bad idea to make a sequel i guess but uh you know this. Definitely... That, a, that
1: one was a weird premise. Like now he follows Max back to college. Like now I mean, it's yeah. like all right.
0: Now you should cut the cord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. right. At like, this well, point,
1: it
2: kind of reset the whole character arcs.
0: Like <laughs> yeah, it, right. And and they, then they added the same thing again.
2: A movie of the time, they added in like this whole skateboarding. Like hey, oh, Tony yeah, Hawk. Yeah. Tony Hawk's extreme, the big thing. Extreme, man. extreme yeah, that was sports. The, yeah, because
0: the whole idea of this movie is you know uh, the character arcs like. Goofy has to learn how to accept that one Max is getting older, but Mm -hmm. also, like, you know, um, how to balance it, how to maintain a father son relationship while also acknowledging that he's becoming his own person with his own life. You know, he has that line which does resonate, you know, like, I know you're your own person. I just want to be a part of your life. You know, that's that's a good line. It's a very sweet line line that I feel like a lot of parents can relate to, but then it seems like in the sequel, he kind of forgets that whole. You know thing and it's like he no, goes no, to college no. yeah <laughs> i following you to college
2: yes she said yes everybody mumbo <laughs> 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 yeah dance
0: with with Boys, father on the phone at once, right away just to me seems like, you know, the beginning I get that like Goofy has to accept his son is getting older, but it just seems that in the beginning Goofy doesn't know anything about his son. Like, <laughs> you know, he gets the son gets in trouble once with that whole stunt he pulls at the assembly and yep. then you know, like the principal who's insane calls Goofy, and it's like <laughs> that he's call. gonna wind up in—he's gonna wind up in the electric yeah. chair, like the electric chair. <laughs> this is the first time we're aware of that he's gone in trouble, and now he's like in the electric yeah. chair. And then Goofy, Goofy is like imagining Max in like prison uniform and you know like oh man like he's like i'm trying to save you from the electric chair i'm like you really think this dorky kid is going to be like a murderer or something uh, you know, yeah I that, that principal
2: really did re- ro- Wallace oh Shawn God. like Classic. that all they all all a goofy woman. and max needed to do was actually have like a talk to each other like hey yeah. dad can we put off this vacation by like a week there's a girl one so day like <laughs> <we need laughs> to go tomorrow <laughs>
1: But no, we're going now. <laughs> You're not even packing. He's, he's so it it like I've read like fan theories on it. it stands to reason if Goofy never had that call at the principal the movie wouldn't have happened. No, yeah, like, he pr- wouldn't have been freaked out. No, that that
0: call is kind of what sets the whole plot in motion, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, like so, I can't get over how extreme it is. Like, does that principle <laughs> tell every parent whose like kid gets in trouble, like he's gonna be executed one day if he keeps this up, right? Like, and a, and
1: dark for a for a Disney film too. Like that is just straight. It's like our criminal system. Not like, even like,
0: deaf. oh, he's gonna be a delinquent. No, he's going to be put to death <laughs> eventually. <Yeah. laughs> like, okay, like,
2: there are some dark points in the like. Uh, also, I is Pete a single father as well? Yes. I don't th- – in, in Goof Troop, they had a he had daughter. A wife. He had a wife thought, and daughter.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: I don't remember the wife as much, but I remember the I younger you sister. guarantee you
1: they got divorced. Like yeah. That's, no,
0: that's Pete, exactly what happened. This, this, I, don't this think is, like, be, I don't think anyone could be married to Pete for very long. Yeah,
2: This is, this is Pete's, like, third wife. Uh, but that be- – <laughs> like, like Goofy is definitely a good father because uh, PJ is the, the friend's name. Yeah. PJ yeah, is like, so oh true. my dad. If my dad finds out about this, he's going to wail. Uh, like he, like, yeah, like yeah. P, uh, PJ is afraid <laughs> of his father. And they yeah. do kind of like my son respects me. They do kind of, I don't know. It, it, it's not like, yeah. I'm not saying Pete hits his kid, but <laughs> <He> <laughs> but there's it's definitely <laughs> like there's, it's definitely implied that he is a strict uh, right father in that sense, like. <laughs>
1: I, I see it's funny because i, I want to talk about those scenes and that hot tub scene again yeah. which is like so strange it's in a goofy movie where they talk about their own parenting um like opinions and what they do and and they're sitting it's very it's a quiet scene uh you know there's no one else around and i think goofy says well my max loves me and and picos well my son respects me that's right yeah, yeah. and and then goofy is kind of just, he's so fed up he just leaves and it's like that could, have been, that could have been in, like, an Oscar movie. Like, that kind of clashing of philosophies. I uh, like
0: that Goofy, like, in that scene, is getting fed up with Pete. Because it seems like you yeah. know, Goofy is, like, so naive all the time to people's right. intentions. And he's just so nice to everyone, no matter how mean they are in return. And that's, like, finally a scene where Goofy is being skeptical of what someone else has to say. And he's right. kind of, like, standing up for his own opinion. So I do like that. Um, yeah, yeah you know but of and, course
1: and he yeah go ahead yeah i was going i was going to say he so he doesn't right he's so used to getting walked on cuz he's such a jolly guy and when pete says my son respects me like he, goofy could look at him and be like yeah well like almost like well i'm not that i'm not you yeah i'm, exactly. I'm not a perfect dad but i'm not i'm not you cuz what you do is wrong and even on the way back to the room he has that like you said that skepticism cuz then he goes in the car and sees that the map was changed so like it re- that, that is such a pivotal moment where he he i mean he questions everything at this point he knows his son just is not giving him what he wants and then when he trusts him later on in like a very it, it, unnecessarily but i guess necessary intense scene where he's like all right max left or right and it's this belabored like you know it, max you no know, to say it's a big, Go- yeah it's a very literally doesn't turn the wheel until he says it so like where are they gonna crash
0: which way, Max? Which way, <laughs> yeah. left or right? But I kind of think that's funny too because it's like, you know, all right, Max. I trust whatever direction you're going, but the signs, the traffic signs, clearly say you know like west or north like you could probably deduce like wait a minute like, <laughs> right i don't why would we have to go north like i know that much also
1: like on the map this is just a car- how cartoony it is like one direction is california and like <laughs> one direction is idaho the as if that's places, how that works the two yeah. places where goofy, it might as well have said
0: where goofy wants to go where max right. wants to go which exactly. way which way are we going <laughs> it's kind of it reminds me of this um rock goes modern life joke where he's like Teaching Mrs. Wolf how to drive, it goes. Oh, here's my exit, and the exit is literally Rocco's house. <laughs> it says it on the sign. <laughs> That's perfect. It's very, it's did, very on the nose. I, f- uh,
2: I found out this little tidbit. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I wonder how this would have affected the movie, and it probably would have affected it in a negative way. First of all, this movie was inspired by J- Jeffrey Katzen. When they were trying to think of what the plot of this movie, uh-huh. Jeffrey Katzenberg did take a road trip with his at the time a strange daughter like it, it's mm. definitely inspired mm. and yeah but jeffrey katzenberg did say and they recorded it for a week and they realized it didn't work that like goofy should have a normal voice and bill farmer was confused but they recorded oh, goofy yeah, right. with a normal voice until they realized like no this isn't working let's That's go back insane. to the character I, exactly. is the voice <laughs> yeah you Can you imagine? Doing... i remember Bill i want those recorded yeah. i want those recordings of just like <laughs> max That'd we be need so- to talk ha 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 ha, 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 ha. so <laughs>
0: weird the character is the voice like you if you huh. do an impression yeah. of goofy without even saying okay this is i'm just doing a voice and it's goofy's voice people recognize that Hi, yeah, like why would you take goofy. that away <laughs> right. you know that's so
1: crazy to me uh so yeah good i'm thing just they pe- did not make that decision <laughs> good, yeah good thing it's my too, name is bill, goofy Bill Farmer's, <laughs> yeah bill farmer's <laughs> voice if you just hear his speaking voice he's from kansas so he does have a southern twang so like yeah. if you close your eyes and think you're like oh yeah i could see him being the guy who does Goofy? But I, I doubt that they even wanted him to have that any kind of intonation whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I remember Bill was saying that, and I'm thinking to myself too, like what? It's like yeah. you're doing a Mickey movie, and you're like, yeah, you know, just have him like be like a mouse. Yeah, that's that kind
0: of takes away the whole appeal of the yeah. character.
1: At
2: um, so- first, I can kind of get it, just because like this movie does go uh, like emotionally, it does go there, and you're True. like, but like. It is a kid's movie and people are there to see Goofy. They don't want to be like, hello, my name is Goofy. I'm the character right. you know and love. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they, well, they might have been fearful that maybe the more emotional places wouldn't resonate because it was coming from Goofy. But then as as we've seen in this movie and as in any project like this, like it, you then you hire a good actor. That's what yeah. it is. The actor has to make it, and Bill Farmer. That's why I love the voices in this movie. Are like, oh my God! They're and it's really for a lot of these guys. It's at the height of their Disney powers. This was when yeah. a lot of like the directed home like stuff was coming out. I know like later on that there was like the uh, like Mickey Mouse works and House of Mouse. So like all these classic characters were very much in the forefront. And uh, everyone was doing their thing, and they were younger, you know. I, I totally forgot it, uh,
2: about the cameo by Donald Duck and Mickey. That was oh, a nice right? surprise. Yeah. That That's was a nice cute. surprise. <laughs>
1: That's yeah. Like that. just... And I love the the one joke where where uh, Goofy goes, "I'm I'm going on a road trip with my best bud." <laughs> Max goes, "Donald Duck." <laughs> Which was so true. They they had they had a lot of cartoons when they were young, you know, uh, back in the early days, where they would do a lot of stuff together. So it's it's like a good joke because everyone knows Donald Duck, but also a reference to Disney I history. Think,
2: like the jokes in this. A I th- uh, one thing that will always make me laugh is broken toys animatronics. That <laughs> possum scene actually, I like. Oh my god. That, that put a smile. Uh, I'm actually legit laughing out loud and Bigfoot. I think the jokes in this are maybe not all of them land, but there's it's a very well written movie. up Let me introduce you to the posse. Here's Buford, Fula, and
1: Mordecai. Hey, Lester. Ready for yodeling?
2: <laughs> sure am, Buford. Now gather around my possum pals. Join the jamboree. Come hoot and howl and holler
1: from the heart. And this is pathetic. And it's, it's a hilarious scene. So when... I remember when I was younger, the big joke of that was that little girl with, like, that big smile on, like, the missing teeth. That was hysterical. Now that I'm older, it works on on multiple layers. First. It like parodies disney's own ride system and this ride is like it's it's in horrible condition the yeah, guy the who's guy, talk, the guy has the to mo- like hit the it you know with his elbow you know yeah and he's like hey there folks and he's like so disinterested and then on top of it all i get i feel the comedy and how max is so embarrassed because yeah. like now he's sitting with his dad who's way too into it and and he's past that age
0: But see, that to me, I I was getting so frustrated with the Goofy character because he is so unaware of how his son is feeling in that Mm. scene and causing even further embarrassment for him, you know, like when they're dancing and stuff. And like, it's so clear that Max is embarrassed and not having fun at this like kiddie place. (laughs) So even the idea of taking him to like a kiddie place, he's like a, you know, a teenager. I get the idea like, you know, this is before Goofy's really getting to know his son. Um, But in that moment, I was like, "God damn it, Goofy! Like you're so embarrassing." And I'm like, "Come on, I shouldn't be like frustrated with the character. I should be enjoying every scene with him." And this is like a moment where right. I'm like, "Ah, oh, damn it! Like I I don't he, like this character in this moment."
1: He learns though. He learns, uh, you know. And and that was an interesting moment of contention, I think, for that spot in the movie. Because right after that's when Max throws the hat out. He yells right. at his dad, and then yeah. Goofy very sullenly drives away. So he like. It registers and I'm thinking that was probably – that's probably the moment where Goofy realizes he's not my, my little kid anymore. Yeah. Um, and and that's further – oh my god. This is probably – this is a scene that admittedly when I – so I've seen this movie so many times since. But like <sighs> one of the first times I watched it after I was a kid was the uh, the Bigfoot scene and when uh, they have – I see Keith here <laughs> and I love Bigfoot. Uh, the <laughs> – the, <laughs> it, it was the, the high dad soup. Um, that, that brought a tear to That's a great scene. That's, that is the, that particular moment. And that scene for me is what elevated the movie because you got, aside from the, you know, the wacky fact that they're like being surrounded by Bigfoot and he's listening to the Bee Gees in the background. <laughs> him doing, him alone. doing
2: staying alive, like him just popping in the <laughs> background. That's another like laugh out loud moment for me. I'm like, that's such and, a and well-written doing, when
1: he, yeah it was it, it background and then when he first puts it on and he's and he's doing his finger and he does like the shoulders that's funny that's like <laughs> that's like just le- like legit funny no, that's like not intended for kids or parents like that is just funny in general I and then of music
0: that, you know the bgs like i think that's right you know, yeah, like, that's yeah, something st- parents st- will get yeah, because uh, kids are not gonna know that song right uh, is he still
2: then, there <laughs> 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 when he has
1: the, the soft puppets, that that's funny and then, so when, so when they're talking about, so, so at this point, Goofy knows he doesn't have a little boy anymore. And when they're talking about what he used to spell in his alphabet can, and then he, and then he says, you know, they're going back and Max is like, Max is kind of being like bratty with him. He's like, you know, I, I pledge allegiance and all these like long words that he wouldn't spell in the can. And he's kind of like trolling yeah. Goofy a little bit. Then Goofy says, I, he says, or I love you. And he actually cuts himself off. Because he realizes, you know what, Max probably won't say that kind of thing anymore. And that is so – That, like I said, it made me cry one of the times that I saw it because it, it – it, it, that hurts. That hurts a lot. And it's also Goofy misunderstanding that even though his son's getting older, it doesn't mean he doesn't love him anymore. But at that moment, that's how Goofy feels. He feels that he's not loved and he feels that he, he can't even count on his son to to show him any love because he's not a boy anymore.
0: Well, you know, um, the fact that it is in Goofy's voice that we recognize and he's having these heartfelt moments, I think, you know, it works because, you know, it it hits home more because we're only used to Goofy being happy and go lucky. So when he is genuinely sad and having emotions we can connect to, I think that um, hits home more because it's like you never hear Goofy being sad before. Now you're hearing Goofy being sad and it hurts, you know, you can can, uh, recognize that.
1: And, and the music, we talked a little bit about the score, Keith, you know, aside from the songs, that, that the music, um, you know, really, there's, there's like a little, like, I think it's like a clarinet or something, like a line that just kind of plays, that just kind of shows what Goofy's feeling in his heart. And then the music swells later on when Max does wind up spelling something out. And this is what's brilliant about it. It very could have been, like, pandering, and he could have spelled out I love you. But instead he spells out hi dad, because that's yeah. what he used. To, and, like, that... And then Goofy starts tearing up and I'm like, this is, that's exactly. what I'm like. This is, this has, this is too good. This was way better than anyone intended it to be. And that, that's uh, so heartbreaking. Yeah. To add
0: to definitely your point, more heart in it than probably was initially even like intended. Yeah. Like it's, it would be t- easy to make like a, like a, you know, a throwaway goofy movie where, right. you know, it's like, you know, a nonsensical plot and everything, you know? Yeah. To add to your point, Johnny. Oh yeah. It's relatable. It's a relatable situation, you know?
2: Uh, to add to your point, Johnny, uh, I think this is the first time uh, that I really listened to uh, their their song. Like nobody else yeah. but you. I like I. I think as a kid, I just like all right. Let's get to the like. Let's get to the Lion. Right. Yeah. And this and with everything that you said of just peeling back the layers of Goofy as a character and a father. I you know I, I this song used to be a throwaway. For me and now it's just like it just hit A little bit hard and I'm like Oh if and when I do become a father like it's like I'm thinking about my relationship with my dad I hope I Like I don't know it's just nobody else But you is there like as Goofy as goof as Goofy as he gets He's always there for Max Through the good times and The like The times when he's going to go to the electric chair Like (laughs) right you
1: you Not. never question that either. I think that's why it works so well cuz you know Goofy loves his son unconditionally as any parent should. And we don't get that maybe when we're little kids watching this, but now watching, I mean I'm and none of us are parents yet, but you know we will be. And just seeing that like you you totally get it. He will do anything for his son. And then this song and like a week, I mean nobody else but you just on the surface is like is that a love song? You know that sounds like what like you know partners would say to each other. Um, but yeah. it's, it it's, it it works. It works so well on like it, it it's it's their climactic coming back together because yeah, then everything's resolved after that.
2: I may not um. get your music. I may not get your emotions. Like yeah, but I'm there for you. God, even right. talking about it, it's just like oh yeah. <laughs> like no, it, I think I I'll, you know the '90s kids are hitting their late 20s, 30s. Yeah. And I think going back to our old movies now I I I to me a goofy movie is underrated.
1: Yeah. Uh, hands me too. down. Uh I I think Keith too there's like we you know it's 2020. We I think we live in a world of fabrication. People don't trust each other. Um there's fake news, there's there's everything's political. Even things that are like morally and scientifically right and wrong becomes political right and yeah. i think when when we look back at the 90s and then at a movie like this i think there's just there's just genuine feeling in it and i think we all kind of want that again we we just want something to be genuine we don't want we don't want marketing and ads that are constantly begging us to give attention we don't want people being fake and um just 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 requiring our time and energy and we look back on a movie like this, we're just, it, it really is a simple movie about a dad trying to reconnect with his son. And I think, I think that should be the trend. I think more movies, more stories should return to this simplicity, um, and just kind of hit those right notes correctly. Because because this movie just—it does it in such a, it, it's like a, um, like an admirably simple way. It's like you don't have to. It's it's such a short film, but it, it hits all those notes i uh, think i want to see more stories like
2: that well i to add to, especially animated movies uh but to yeah, add to your right to add to your to, to your point for those who don't really know me i like to write and mm-hmm. my philosophy that it hit me in college i think just our friend group we on like the days that we're not doing anything we would go around netflix and just put on a movie and kind of like Mystery science theater it whether it be a and usually be a bad movie, but then it'd be like a weird animated movie and I remember watching some I remember one of our friends was watching like Barbie or Bratz or just one of these like animated movies straight to DVD straight to Netflix and you know she's had many adventures and it was just so poorly written it was just like by not even by the numbers it was just like kids are gonna watch this anyway Uh, Let their minds melt for an hour and a half Less than that And my It hit me in that moment I'm like You're given a job as a writer And it may not be the job that you want But damn it Like let The fact that we're Like That people are still talking about a goofy movie When it did celebrate its 15th anniversary uh, it, It celebrated at Uh I think what the Disney convention when they unveil yeah. a lot of stuff and Tevin Campbell sang out the. Ca- it announced like, it's twenty
1: fifth, right? It fi- did celebrate fifteenth. Announced twenty. Yeah, twenty five. Oh years? no, yeah.
2: not the fifteenth anniversary. When it did its twentieth anniversary, okay, it yeah. did that. Uh-huh. But the fact that it a movie is having its anniversary and people are celebrating it. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, it's the same thing with like uh, Scooby Doo and Zombie Island. Like this movie, yeah. that movie went straight to uh, VHS. People, I don't know. It 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 helps to give a shit because. Yeah, it does right. hit kids. It, it affects kids when they're young, and it, and it wraps around again when they're older. Yeah, like they go back to it, and not just for podcast podcast reasons. They do. <laughs> right. They do. Like you know, when people, uh, whether it's the soundtrack, the emotional beats, the the mm. jokes. I don't know. It's. Uh, I feel. I can feel my score for this movie rising the more I. Yeah. I'm talking about it. I don't know. It's. I agree yeah. with you. Well, don't tell me you don't remember Hi Dad Soup. Oh, come on. Sure you do. You used to spell things out using the letters like uh, Hi Dad or Maxi or Ambidextrous? Yeah, that's. Uh, oh. Little words like uh, Asta la vista? Like Bye Bye. Or I pledge allegiance. <laughs> or I love you. Is it, uh, is it soup yet? It's okay to be goofy. That's a, like I yeah. always like goofy walked so Phil Dumphy could run. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it it just I I it just sound it does sound bizarre in concept than a movie where you saddle goofy of all Disney characters with the sun after after Mickey's head nephews, Donald's head nephews and, like, this is the character you're choosing yeah. to make a parent. And it just, it works. Yeah, you know, and it um, works really I, well. I guess this is
0: based off of yep. the, the show, right? We said Goof Troop. And, um, you yeah, know, I, I totally yeah. buy the teenage character. And I like how they, they shaped him to be like a weird mix of like an actual teenager and like a goofy. You could tell he's Goofy's son. Yeah. he's still like a teenager. I had one weird thing, though, with right. this world that we're living in. Um, it seems that everyone in this town is like a dog based character, but you know, we do see Mickey yep. uh, and Donald duck at one point. So I'm just thinking like, do all the species live in like different yeah. parts of the world? I, I don't know. I just, a weird thought coming into my head about that. Like, you know, they're all like, <laughs> for that reason, I was totally taken out of it not. for that. I'm just, I was thinking to myself, like why, yeah. I, uh, why not animate all different kinds of animal based, you know yeah. characters in this you know since we yeah, know right. like, there's mouse and duck you know we're only getting dog for some reason
1: yeah and there's like birds i know max at one point like steps into a like a flock of birds uh, that yeah, are actual not actual like, birds sentient. As, as far as i know they don't yeah like they don't talk they're bird sized he doesn't imagine, what it's worth he doesn't well, there was grab that one weird you know, there was that a weird dog. thing people bring <laughs> up, <laughs> which
0: is, like goofy's a dog that is like a person and then there's also pluto the dog that's just a dog yeah right
1: yeah like it's so weird
0: goofy has feelings about that it could be like a utopia thing you know Uh, (laughs) know,
1: (laughs) pluto who's who's owned by a life-size mouse seems like the hierarchy of the animal kingdom is out of whack by that yeah
2: like he pluto has had the discussion with goofy he's like i this is just my thing i'm into what i'm into and i like (laughs) It, it goes there disney has gone there uh but, uh, what
1: I think is is kind of interesting. I, I want to ask this of you guys. This movie has, I think, to a lot of people, and certainly to the filmmakers too, they were surprised how mm-hmm. well this has endured. Um, and with with the renaissance of Disney being what it is, those movies seem like the, they'll never die. I mean, we'll have they just remade, you know, Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. Like those movies are just going to be reinvented somehow. <laughs> well, are Where you saying live
2: think... action Goofy movie? Oh, oh my no. god, that'd be so. Oh, I really wasn't,
1: but oh, I don't want. I don't want people to think that in no so funny. fucking way. That wouldn't make any sense. But then no. again, I didn't think a Lion King I'm live just... <laughs> actually would make any sense. And they made <laughs> no. that. So who knows? God. I know. That wasn't even Did that was guys like that, was by the, the way? Sorry, it's a little change in there. But... but I'm.
0: I, I couldn't no, watch one okay. five I, minutes of I, it. I, it didn't. was so strange to me.
1: The whole time, JJ, I was just sitting there going, there is a better version of this movie that I I have seen and I own. And I'd rather be watching. Yeah. And I'd rather be. And I've seen the Broadway show, too. So now there's actually uh, two versions that are better than what I'm currently watching, and like yeah, I, I felt like an idiot the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but with this, um, watching a goofy movie as an adult, yeah. um, I did feel a little silly. Like, what am I doing? I'm a grown man, <laughs> and I'm watching a movie clearly geared for children. And uh, I do enjoy Families, a lot of Disney JJ. movies. Families, Fan- all right, fair <laughs> enough. Um, although I do think sometimes the, the humor is usually geared more towards younger, younger kids. <sighs> then you know I, I there is stuff there for adults too <laughs> uh-huh. but um i think sometimes this movie borders on uh. being too kitty and not enough like you know what i mean like i, I, okay. I, I did, you know i think maybe i could see parents in the theater being kind of bored at times with this uh,
1: all right uh, you know.
0: i could you know i did say to myself i'm like if i didn't
2: have a podcast i probably <laughs> wouldn't be watching this movie I think the next time I do watch this movie, I hope to have, like, a son yeah. or daughter. Yeah. Like, I don't want to throw that. Um, right. I, I hope to watch it with, like, a family. Uh, but yeah. I, I, could I, said, t- so, I could get that.
1: Yeah. I, what I was kind of leading into was since those other Disney movies clearly have a place in our culture and our history... Like, where do you think a movie like this is going to land? If it's, if it's celebrated a 25th anniversary, are we seeing a movie that's going to celebrate a 30th and a 35th? Like, is this going to endure? Do you guys think? I, as I think a cult. movie?
0: I think this movie, yeah, it has a cult following. Okay. And also, I think this movie is appreciated by, like, millennial hipsters. You know, I think (laughs) this is the kind of thing where, like, someone will dress up as, like, a power line, you know, at, like, a costume party or something. I think it's, like, a deep pole that the internet likes this movie and, you know, people will have fond memories of. Mm -hmm. So it'll be kept alive in, like, like, more of a niche sort of way. You know, I don't think it's going to maintain, like, a super broad appeal that maybe it had at the beginning. But um, for kids who grew up with it, um, I think that they'll keep it alive and continue to celebrate it. Yeah. That being said
2: though, I and I I do agree with you JJ. That being mm-hmm. said, I like I do think there are people that really enjoy it. Uh but I don't think it's hard to hate this movie. It's hard to say this is a bad movie, I think. I or like, I wouldn't say
0: it's bad, but I would say it's like bordering average. Okay, no, I <laughs> I just think, even though I like a lot of the things they're trying to do with it and you're right, it, it is a lot better than it could have been I do think that like it is somewhat of a generic story I've seen lots of like family comedies of like, you know, road trips gone awry mm-hmm. you know um, and I just don't like seeing you know, cliche familiar stories from a studio that like, you know, is supposed to be pushing the boundary for animation yeah. so I think like, if this, you know, if you took this story, if someone told me that a Goofy movie was originally written as just a generic movie, and then they slapped in like, "Oh, let's change the characters to Goofy and Max." I would, mm-hmm. I would buy that.
2: Well, I guess the question, uh, the director Kevin Lima, who has gone on, he, like he, he was always an employee at Disney, and he went on to do Tarzan, uh, One Hundred and Two no. Dalmatians, and that sucks. <laughs> but then again, he God. he didn't he did Enchanted. <laughs> Which is, okay yeah I, sure and sure. he's he's co-directed a bunch of other stuff like uh, this sure. is definitely Disney in-house but he wanted to make a John Hughes film I guess mm-hmm. the question is did he succeed in doing that and I'm right. gonna say possibly yes like I there is
1: there's elements yeah
0: there's there speak your piece <laughs> well there's like different eras of John Hughes so if he's trying to capture <laughs> like I don't know. Um, I, there's the coming of age element for Max, so I guess you know there is that. Um, John Hughes, though, I feel like so many of his movies have like these, like, um, like the the they don't develop the parents really. It's usually developing like the kids more than the parents. The parents are basically
2: uh, non-existent in John Hughes movies, like in a lot of his movies. Yeah, so, and there's I, mansions.
0: It, 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 <laughs> it's it's interesting, uh, you know, maybe inspiration to pull from, but I'm not really it's, getting that. It's
1: hard to say too, because Goofy is such an established character that we all we all kind of know who Goofy is. Like, no one's going to discover and be like, oh, well, who is this mild mannered, little bit silly father figure? It's more just like, okay, this is Goofy. What's he going to get into? Um, right. So it's it's um, it's hard. It even is hard to really grade on that merit too. It almost feels like a sequel of sorts.
0: Well, they kind of get like, um, you know you get kind of things you would look forward to in the montage scene, you know, like when they're really going yeah. over the place. You know, <laughs> like, oh, goofy water skiing, like goofy getting sick on a roller coaster. Like, <laughs> that's that's some fun stuff you would, I guess, hope to see. Um, although, like, I was interested in seeing how much ground they covered in this trip i mean like they're it seems like they're in miami then they're in like new orleans they drive on the
1: map they're like going like loop de loops like what like what is this
0: they make many laps of the entire continental united states which is impressive considering i think they said it's supposed to be like a two-week trip or something yeah um so like i got a kick out of that they travel (laughs) by map essentially um okay so you know, I I feel like I am like the odd man out when it comes to. <laughs> I'm curious, a goofy JJ. Movie. You,
1: you saw it for the first time when?
0: Uh maybe when I was like 11 or 12. Okay. Like, I'm pretty sure like one of my older cousins had the VHS. Who, okay. Like, was a big fan, and I might have watched it with them once or twice. I was like okay. aware of it, but I just never. Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't a household stable for me. Sure.
1: Okay. I'm just curious. You were you were mm-hmm. Max's age essentially. I'd say he's probably around the same. And days. I was
0: like, this is lame. Yeah. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> I want to go to a concert with my friends.
2: Were you too cool for this
0: movie? Uh, Did did you
2: put on your sunglasses and go like, I'm out of here.
0: I I was like, uh, you know, Trying to be the cool kid, but I was probably closer to PJ than anything else.
1: <laughs> I think we're all PJ. PJ was definitely just just the the kid who was afraid of everything, didn't want to get in trouble, had a cooler friend. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah. Kind of lives vicariously yeah. through his like much more interesting friends. As long as we're
2: not the Pauly Shore character, I'm Yeah, right.
0: I'm, God forbid. Yeah. Um, but you know, as as I'm like wary, I will say, you know, I think we might be able to give our own assessment on this movie now like our own like personal sure. scores if there's nothing else we want to cover about this movie i mean um like i said I, i'm pretty sure i'm going to be the odd man now but you know johnny if you want to start us off what yeah sure score would you give okay. a goofy movie
1: I, I very clear that i love this movie i've grown up with it i've tried not to be hidden too much by the the nostalgia bug but it's hard to of course this sure. is it's it's weird because i think of another movie i equate and then i'll give my score uh in a weird way is space jam because that movie is so beloved by people our age yes but whereas space jam i could say because i've watched space jam of course since and you watch and you're like this is fun but like this is i could see why people don't really like this movie (laughs) this is (laughs) a goofy movie is a movie where i've watched and i and i've i've convinced myself and i've learned through multiple viewings that like This is why this works so well. And, like, if I were to write a movie, I would want to base it on the charm, the simplicity, and the relationships. So, I really love this movie. I think I would definitely skew more towards what the critics were giving it. I'd probably give it a 78%. 78%. Oh,
0: okay. And, you know, to be fair, I think this movie has a lot more heart than Space Jam. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just like the same era. It is. Is I think Space Jam was ninety six, and yeah. uh, if you look at Space Jam, um, that movie is kind of one giant commercial, uh, yeah, with a lot of green screen. And then, you know, <laughs> as much as I'm not a huge fan of a movie, as a, of a goofy movie, it is. You know, it does have heart, and I think it's like better a intentions. Good,
1: yeah, it's like a good movie. It's got the right arcs. Like Space Jam has. It's there's really no no one develops, no one learns anything.
0: Space Jam is incomprehensible sometimes. Um, <laughs> Where this is a pretty easy narrative to follow. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so it's 78 from Johnny. What about you, Keith?
2: You know, I think I think what Johnny kind of laid out is why the people who love this movie really do love this movie. It's not a movie I would... It's not a movie I just put on randomly. It's a movie that I would like to watch with my family every, mm-hmm. like, you know, if I could just chill my kids one day this movie once and they like it i would consider that a success if we can go back to it that adds more to it uh i'm definitely leaning towards the positive side i think the audience i kind of liked it a little bit more than the audiences uh because i think this what this movie attempts to do it does there's more positives than negatives to it and for and johnny you took my score i'm gonna give it a 78 too
1: nice okay
0: okay Cool. Very good. Um,
1: yeah. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus like, well, it's not going to be a seventy-eight for me. <laughs> no, it will be lower. <laughs> this is how.
2: This is how I felt for Hook, by the way, and people still oh, give wow. me shit for that. I'm like, I'm standing by my Hook score. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, it's my
0: turn now to get some I, flack. Uh, I, I, I. Okay. So we all have to yeah. go through it. I guess it's tougher for me because you know, I I didn't grow up with this movie, so I, I, I don't have that nostalgia bug, um, and you know, I, I I do try to see the you know, the value in it, like why so many people love it, but mm-hmm. um you know I and I don't want to be like one of those like old mean critics about it either, <laughs> you know like goofy uh, like, movie, movie, no it's not, but uh I I do feel overall that this movie is fine. And, you know, maybe for, like, any other movie, that's okay. But for usually when there's the Disney title over it, I expect more than fine. So I'm going to have to give this um, a 66%. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. So that was not, higher g- than I thought you were going to give it.
0: I'm not going to give it a rotten because huh. it is, a, <laughs> once again, it's fine. It's a passable movie right. for me. It's just, like, not doing anything like that. I, I want more out of my Disney movies, basically, sure. than, than a Goofy movie.
2: Yeah, JJ, when I was looking at the critic, uh, like their analysis of it, I think you ha- you are more in line. One of the few positives given to this movie was by our dear old friend Roger Ebert. And to sum up his review, let's round it off to three and call it a day that's yeah. ba- that's basically your viewpoint like
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like a guy like roger ebert is probably like you know let's let's not spend too much time on this let's run right. and move on you know like, they probably didn't dedicate too much airtime on the siskel and ebert show for that one um yeah you know, but movie. i but that yeah. Co- yeah.
2: our totals combined come out to
0: 74. okay what? so yes yeah, you know, it overall higher than even the audience score mm-hmm. so that's fair so Johnny, you are a man of the people because for the second time that you're on, we are officially siding with the audience. Woo.
1: I'm so uncultured. I just, I just find what people like, and I like them too. We'll,
0: we'll find one. We'll find one right. that like you'll side with the critics over the audience for. We'll find which one that is. I would have We're done
1: gonna... Last Jedi. That that's one I could absolutely Ooh. agree with.
2: We're okay. gonna find a movie where yeah. you where you said us like I don't even know who you guys
0: are anymore. <laughs> I also want, I'm interested in finding a movie. I want to find a movie that you also strongly dislike because I've heard you talk about movies negatively and it's so funny. (laughs) So we've talked about two movies that you really like and next we'll look for one that we'll maybe have fun kind of bashing a bit.
1: Um, (laughs) I love that. um, I'm curious what you guys would have thought of Disney's a movie before goofy's name <laughs> smacks into it like what would, what was that what would that have been about just
0: a movie i you that was before they turned it if if like i said if you if you said that this was just a generic script and they're like oh this is yeah. good. just turn the characters into goofy and max that that's, was that's a movie that's the
1: moment boom
0: <laughs> a movie a no movie. a goofy movie <laughs> a right. silly
2: Fair movie enough. a wacky movie why don't we just uh, why don't we just throw goofy in it a
0: crazy movie <laughs> no just goofy goofy enough so, uh, thanks, Johnny, <laughs> that's for, uh, a that's a good for name back. for a
2: sequel. Goofy enough.
0: Goofy <laughs> enough. Well, you know? They should have called <laughs> the, the sequel. They should have called the sequel a goofier movie. Yeah, right. Like, they totally missed on. it. They literally
1: they, they had to pander to like that that era and extreme. You know, X. Ex- exactly. Right? Well, now like, that dream, the X Games. If
2: they ever <laughs> want to do another movie, the goofiest movie.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, and i wanted to bring this up we before uh we got on with you johnny we did yeah. a, we talked um uh, we had eric on to talk about mean girls and the oh sequel to mean girls shouldn't be called meaner girls <laughs> yeah. and, like come on that was just mean girls too um uh, no. i i feel like i want to come up with a podcast of better sequel names <laughs> let's do it <laughs> um well <laughs> but until then uh, thank you johnny for coming back yes thank, you, the thank podcast, you talk about a goofy movie um and uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, you know uh, stay safe and you know we'll get we'll get you back on uh, hopefully again yeah and uh, you know I want to see the darker side of Johnny I want to see uh, <laughs> some nastier opinions uh, all right coming for they're me. coming at you we'll, we'll do it yeah. but um until then guys thanks for listening and uh, join us again next time for another divided
1: film